Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. If you would turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. We're still on the same theme as we have been on in Matthew chapter 24. Jesus was talking about the end times, the time when He would come again. And here He tells us a parable uh, that continues the same thing that He's already been talking about. Um, And Lord, haste the day when My face shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. Amen? Amen. The trump shall be resound, and the Lord shall descend. It is well, it is well. Um, we long for that day. We long for that day when He comes, when our faith shall be sight. We long for that day when He comes, when there will no longer be any more pain, where there will no longer be any suffering, where there no longer will be any death, well, there no longer will be any sickness. I've got a cold. <laughs> and in one of these days, we won't have any more colds like that. I'll be able to talk <coughs> without having to worry about coughing right in the middle of it. Um, and there, one of the, the, the effects of the fall that we see in Genesis chapter 3, um, it says that there, there would be, uh, between the man and the woman, there would be, um, uh, there would be relational conflict where um, it, it says, uh, oh, I'm, what, I, I'm trying to say it from memory, that uh, um, um, oh, uh, that Eve's desire would be here for, for her husband, but he would rule over her. And I think the application that that has to all of human history is that there is relational conflict. Not just between men and women, but between everyone. And one of, those, one of these days when Jesus returns, all relational conflict will be over forever. We will always live in harmony forever with the Lord. Amen? Amen. And in this present evil age, we still deal with those things. We still deal with sickness and death and disease and we still live with relational conflict. We long for that day. We long for that day. Well, Jesus, in our last passage, was telling us that we need to be ready. We need to be ready. We don't know the day or the hour. So we need to be ready whenever He comes. So that when when He comes... We are, are not caught unaware that we're doing the things we're supposed to be doing, that we're carrying out our mission the way we're supposed to be doing it. Thank you, Amanda. And uh, that we're not found doing something that would make us ashamed when He finally comes. Jesus then tells a parable that teaches the same concept. He tells this parable about ten virgins. Now the point of this parable of the ten virgins um, is that we should be ready. Um, There were five wise ones and five foolish ones, and the five foolish ones were not ready when He came. Let's go ahead and read our text before I get ahead of myself. 
And beginning in verse 1, it says, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a cry. Here is the bridegroom. Come out and meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough, For us and for you, go to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And when they were going to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast. And the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you do not know, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. (coughs) Give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to obey. And Father, be with me. Give me grace and strength. (coughs) Help me have the strength to preach this morning. And give me grace. I am a, a wretched sinner. And I need your grace to, to stand here before these people. Give me grace. In Jesus' name, amen. We've heard a beginning like this before. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like. Jesus has told other parables where he says the kingdom of heaven is like this. And here we see another parable, just like what he's already given before, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. And what is it like? He gives a description of, uh, of, of a marriage, of pre- preparations for a marriage feast. Now, it seems a little bit foreign because our culture is not like that and our, our, the wedding customs are not the same. Um, uh, in the ancient world, as, as, as I read preparing for this, uh, it, it, it looked like in that time the bridegroom would be the marriage customs would last over a great period of time and the bridegroom would be celebrating at his home and he would then come uh, for after the after night had fallen he would come to the home of the bride where all the bridesmaids were with her who had been helping her and um, when when he comes then he would lead them in procession uh, through the town with much rejoicing um, back to where they were headed and to the marriage feast. And so these ten virgins we t- speak of here are probably the bridesmaids that are there along with the bride helping her um, to be prepared uh, for the wedding. Now, we see here basically that there are ten and, and, and I think that... The point here is not so much that they are virgins. The point here uh, is is uh, is not really um, 
necessarily uh, uh, necessarily trying to say um, there's 50-50 split here. But the point is that uh, there's no difference between them. All of them were the same. There were ten, except for the fact that ten, five were foolish and five were wise. And the, the wise ones we see, they had oil for their lamps. Now, why was this important? Like I said, the, the bridegroom, whenever he come, he would come after dark, and he would lead them through in procession to the marriage feast. Well, if it was after dark, they needed to have their torch or something to have light along the way. And so um, uh, that's why they needed the, the, the oil for their lamp so that it wouldn't go out along the way. Well, the wise ones, they were prepared. They had their, uh, their oil. They were ready whenever the bridegroom would come. But the foolish ones, they weren't ready. This announcement finally came. But at midnight, there was a cry. Here is the bridegroom. That's that cry at midnight. We can say that's like when the trumpet sounds. When Jesus, uh, when Jesus comes, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise first. We, we know of this from other places in Scripture. There's this announcement that finally the bridegroom is here. Here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet Him. And the ones who were ready, they went out with no problem at all. But then there were others who were not ready who had not prepared, who were not ready for His coming. Well, the, the wise ones, they, they didn't have enough so that they could share. They sent them away to, to go and buy it, but by the time they get back from the marketplace with oil, it was too late. It was too late. So when they finally get to the door of where the feast was supposed to be held, they knocked at the door. When the bridegroom met them at the door, he simply said, I don't know you. See, the ones that would, were not ready, who didn't have oil, who were, who were not, uh, they would be assumed to be party crashers. They would be assumed just to be, to be there for the food. They weren't there because they were the friends of the bridegroom or the friends of the bride. So as the bridegroom opened the door, he said, I don't know you. Watch, therefore, we're told. The point of this parable is this. We are to watch. We are to be watchful and to be ready at any moment because we don't know when he will come. I don't want to press too many of the details too far. I think that we, we, uh, we have a danger if we press too many details. We, we might fall into one error or another. But the main point of this is we must be ready. All of the virgins, they looked the same. They were all there with the bride helping her to get ready. But the foolish ones, they were not ready themselves. They did not have the preparations made. We need to all make preparations for the Lord coming. Now, I'm not saying we need to 
you know, stock up on emergency food supplies or anything like that. You might see on late night TV infomercials. That's not what I'm talking about. What is our preparation? What must we do? We must bow the knee now to Jesus Christ as Lord. We must make Him Lord of all. It's not enough just to come to church. It is not enough just to, to, uh, to serve our communities in, in ways that help people. It is not enough for any of those things. It is not enough to be involved in social goods. The only way to make ourselves ready is that we trust in Christ. That we look to Him alone. That is the only way we can make ourselves ready. It is not in our own works. It is looking to Jesus. When the Master comes one day, will you be ready? Will you be ready? Have you been looking to your own works? Or have you been looking to Jesus alone? Have you been looking to your church attendance, your activity? Have you been looking to any of those things? Or have you been looking to what Jesus did on the cross for you? There is only one way to be ready, but it's to look to Jesus. Well, this has been short. One, I've been sick. And two, the point is the same as last week. (laughs) I don't think I need to belabor it any longer. We need to be ready. listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.